0: Welcome to Find Your Amazingness podcast, the place where we talk about everything from building your confidence and mindset to starting a business and creating a successful personal brand by being the amazing, authentic person of yourself. I'm your host Vera, also known as Vera Amazing on Instagram, and I am sharing my journey as a business student with a part-time job and a coaching business because who said you can't have it all? I'm so happy that you're here so let's get started with today's piece of inspiration. So welcome back to Find Your Amazingness podcast. Today we have a very, very exciting guest, a very magical guest and soon you will understand why (laughs) she's so magical. But today we have Kathy and um, I'm so happy that I connected with Kathy because she's such an amazing person and I immediately felt so connected and I feel like we just had this weird connection and I love that she sent me a message and I was like oh my god like a new amazing friend and I'm so excited to talk to her today and what she does and she will soon explain in more detail what she does but how I see what she's doing is that she's helping women all around the world to live a more magical life and she does business and mindset and spiritual coaching but yes Welcome, Kathy, to the show. I'm so happy to have you here.
1: Hi, and thank you so much for the invitation. I'm so happy to chat with you. And yeah, I can basically agree with everything you said because I don't know why, but we just clicked in instantly and it was, again, very like magical. <laughs> and yeah, so I'm so happy to chat with you here. Yes.
0: Yeah, so good is for people who don't know you and who are not familiar with what you do could you kind of tell about yourself and about your business and everything what do you do
1: yeah of course so I started with business coaching um, probably a year ago and now I'm really focused on helping especially women to step back into their feminine energy find the balance between the feminine and the masculine energy and really guide them to back to their magic which is other people would say their purpose but I think it's magical because we all have a unique purpose and I just want to empower women to yeah step back into their magic so we all can really express and live life to the fullest and yeah I I strongly believe that we all have a special connection to the universe and in fact I believe that we are all a part of the universe just on this world and like on the physical plane as you want to say it like that and yeah we we are here to express our uniqueness and that's what I want to help women with basically (laughs) yeah yeah
0: I love that so how did you get like started with all of that like how did you get into spirituality and all of those things because I find it so interesting that like where did where did it all start
1: I think it started with personal development. Um I really came into personal development because I suffered from anorexia for over 10 years and I went into recovery and that was like the first touch for me to get into personal development because I never really observed my thoughts or was even thinking that I don't have to believe in my thoughts <laughs> and in everything that I have yeah that I think all of the time and it was such a big shift for me because I realized that I can actually choose what I think and by choosing what I think I can actually create my reality and I don't have to repeat old patterns over and over again and that's especially important when you want to recover from a mental illness and yeah that really got me into mindset work and the deeper I digged into mindset the more spiritual things came up and I realized how magical it is to create your reality and to manifest and to get and achieve everything you actually believe you can and then it's all of a sudden everything happens and it's like crazy like when you write stuff down that you want to achieve and you read all of the things a year or two later and everything just came into reality and you are like oh my gosh <laughs> how did yeah. I do that <laughs> yes.
0: I yeah. I totally know what you mean I that even happens to me like on a daily basis or weekly basis I'm like yeah. I love scripting and like writing how I want my days to go and everything. And then it was so funny just recently I was reading something that I wrote like a month ago, how I wanted like this month to go. And I was like, oh my God, like pretty much like I would say 80% at least happened. And I was like, this is just magical. Like what's going on? <laughs> it's yeah. so interesting. Yeah. But how did you, um, cause I always, I'm very interested in how people, like how people's journeys with especially with, um, career go. So What did you do before your business and how did you kind of decide that, oh, I'm going to start my own business and how did all that go?
1: Um, I think my journey is really all over the place because I, ever since like I dropped out of school, I started to study uh, fashion journalism and media communications and I moved in two different cities, for that like I moved in one city and then I decided that I wanted to move again and I just um, moved again and mm-hmm. overall moving is a big pattern for me like I moved so many times in my life I don't know where it comes from but it is I just have to explore all of the places anyways <laughs> that's another point point. and yeah so I started my first studies but then I realized that I don't really want to do anything with fashion journalism anymore I didn't want to be in like the fashion industry even though I really like fashion and beauty and stuff but it was just not healthy for me anymore and especially after recovery I just wanted to do something new and then because of recovery um, I actually started fitness and weightlifting, which I never did before but like the doctors they just recommended to me that I do strength training for my bones and for just gaining healthy weight as well and yeah so I got really into fitness and I saw how much fitness and physical exercise can really give you, especially when you come from a background with anorexia. So I started fitness coaching, nutrition coaching, just because I had to learn myself so much about nutrition. And it really helped me to know all of the details about certain foods, how they can really help your body to heal. And that's still like something I'm really passionate about, but I just didn't want to do Uh, nutrition coaching anymore and eventually I just realized because I had a huge following on social media that you can actually really impact a lot of people with it and so I always knew that I want to be my own boss at some point because I never was really satisfied with a nine-to-five job it depressed me and I felt so unfulfilled and like my whole life is robbed out of me because i have to work for someone else all of the freaking <laughs> time and so yeah even though i even like i had the best jobs honestly like i had my dream jobs i worked for a big i don't know if they are in finland but l like the beauty yeah, um, and fashion magazine yes I worked for them in like a beauty department and that was like basically my dream job that, back then but still it didn't really fulfill me and then I managed a fitness club for females which was amazing as well and such a big opportunity in my life but again like it was not my own baby so I didn't like it as much mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so yeah I just started with as I said before, nutrition coaching online, and that really developed into business coaching, and I did all of that in German, and now at the beginning of this year, I, yeah, stepped into my power and really did everything in English, even though it was, yeah, a really big step out of, outside of my comfort zone, but I, so far, I like it, and yeah. Mm-hmm that's that's the journey in a nutshell basically
0: (laughs) yeah so how like how many years has that now been like when did you start the nutrition coaching like how long has it been that you've been in business like having your own business Mm,
1: I think it was 2015 or 16 something like that but I was not like really Treating it as, as it as a proper business ever since yeah, no like treating it as a proper business, I did when I started business coaching before it was like a few nutrition plans here and there, but it was nothing like I could really live off, but it was just trial and error because i I had to really work on my mindset first. I had to work on myself and my self image I never saw myself as successful because i 'm not from a family or background where we are entrepreneurs or anything everyone has like a proper job and nine to five and so it was really a big shift for me and I needed that time so I did that but I never really believed in myself in the, in the terms that I could actually make a career out of that so yeah
0: <laughs> so what do you feel like or yeah first of all I want to ask you when did you go full-time or how long have you been full-time in your business because I feel like that very often is Kind of unclear, especially on social media when you see people's like instagram's Instagram, Instagram accounts and everything, you don't really know how, like whether they're actually full time in their business or like what the situation is and I find it so interesting when people like transparent about like how long it took for them to actually make it in something that they can like live off and actually you know like make a proper income from it so
1: and the thing is actually that I still don't do my business uh, full-time I still have I help my boyfriend in his company just with like support and emails yeah email support this is it's basically because I never wanted to be in a place where I have to get clients yeah that was a big thing for me because I feel like that's the wrong energy and even I could live from my business now probably but I still don't feel like that's a good energy to be in and I still think that I, yeah, want to have this like little back door open (laughs) for me, I guess, just to have something to feel safe and secure, especially as a coach, because yeah, it gives you the freedom to not have to chase clients and to really serve from a place of you want to serve and you, you don't have to because otherwise you don't have money for food or for living. So I always recommend it for anyone that really wants to start a business, do something on the side that is not draining you as much, that is maybe even comfortable because it also gives you kind of an opportunity to shut off from your business as well. And we need that, especially as we, if we are coaches and we do our business full time, we tend to have our focus way too much on our business. And that can drain your creativity as well. So it's, it's good to do something else as well.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel like it very easily can become like this desperate energy of, you yeah. know, like I have to get, and then you very easily, I feel like, might start to hate your business, even though it's supposed to be something that you truly love, but yeah. it's just like you need to like survive with your business. And yeah, I, I totally get that. So what would you say for someone who is maybe now, thinking of starting their own business, they have like this idea. What do you think is like, what would you, what would what would be your advice for someone who's thinking about it, but is kind of hesitant and doesn't have the confidence and doesn't really know whether to do it or not?
1: I think it. I would always ask myself what it would cost me not to do it. And always thinking about it always. Like if it's a thought that comes up over and over again and you always feel this desire to do it and you never act on it, it costs you so much energy to always have this conversation in your mind to, should I do it? Should I not do it? Maybe I could do it. Maybe I could succeed. Maybe I couldn't. Like that honestly it has been like a battle in my mind for a really long time. And it costs you more energy to have this battle every single day and to just try it out because the worst thing that could happen I don't know what the worst thing could be because you will always learn something from from it and the worst thing that can happen is that you learn that you that it's maybe not for you and that's okay as well but then you don't have this constant battle in your mind anymore exactly yeah and what were you you mentioned that you
0: know not having the family with like business owners and everything like what were kind of like those limiting beliefs or things that were holding you back? Because I can totally relate to the not having entrepreneurs in my family and like kind of being the first one and kind of feeling weird that who am I to do this, you know? Yeah. what were those beliefs for you other than that one?
1: I still probably have some limiting beliefs around it because I never really talk with my family about it because I just assume that they don't understand and they probably don't understand. They just think that I maybe do something strange on the internet and actually get money for it but not in like a sexual way <laughs> so, yeah I, I, yeah it, it, i think it's a different generation at some point um but i definitely had some limiting beliefs in terms of that i didn't really believe that i can actually make it i always thought that other people would be more successful than me or that I was not privileged enough to do something like that, that I would never become quote unquote famous, which was like the first thing I thought when I thought about online business. And now I know it's, it has nothing to do with fame or like having a huge, huge audience. You really don't need that. Um So yeah, I think that was, that were like the, the biggest limiting beliefs for me. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. I totally I feel like especially with you know like having you know talking to your family and everything and I have has that been kind of like do you feel that it has been like a problem or isn't an issue for you to not be able to talk about your business and what you do with your family because I feel the same way with like people with well, my family and then maybe like friends from my childhood and when I'm trying to explain like what I do and it's kind of like oh, I don't know how to explain this like it feels like weird and it's so even because it's so new and a lot of people don't understand it and especially with like grandparents and everything it's like how do i even like where do i even start with this whole thing like i think it's funny yeah
1: yeah it's honestly so hard at first and especially if you are pretty new in business i watched myself really downplaying what i do and the moment I stopped doing that and I realized, okay, I can just tell people what I do and be really confident about it because it shifts my own energy about my business as well. And people will never react strange or like they they probably will be pretty impressed. Like that, that were the reactions that I got, especially from friends from like school and stuff. Of course, your parents might not understand, but at some point they might ch- still be kind of proud of you because you do your own thing and I know for my dad he always said that he had wished he had just did his own thing because he would probably be more happy now so I just think that I the best thing that I can do is to to do my own thing and to show him what is possible and eventually maybe even give him him like the opportunity when he's older to work for me (laughs) which would be so cool so Yeah. yeah I think yeah your parents will understand not by you explaining it by just living your best life kind of like just living in yeah yeah, fulfilled and when they see that you are fulfilled and happy and you make money with things you love they will be happy as well yeah exactly
0: um what are the things for you that like help you to stay in this like amazing energy positive energy and kind of yeah how do you maintain your energy and how do you keep going with your business and kind of take care of yourself like what are the best tips that you would give people To
1: the biggest tip is to prioritize my own energy and I didn't do that for the longest time in my life I was always such a people pleaser and I still tend to do that but I know that it's so important for me to just take care of myself first. And that's like a place when I can serve others as well. But still sometimes there are days where I don't do that and I neglect that. And I really can tell that in my own energy and the way I show up and especially in the way how passionate about I am about my business, because when I don't take care of my own energy and my own state. I'm not passionate about anything in life and it's so easy to get depressed, overwhelmed and drained. So I really wake up earlier, Mm -hmm. take time for myself. And my morning routine, I wouldn't even consider or yeah, telling saying that it is a morning routine. It's just what I do. I wake up and I spend the first probably two or three hours just doing the things that I love. And sometimes it is actually creating like a podcast or writing something for social media. It can be like in a way of serving, but it's, it comes from a place that I, want to do that and I decide to do that but a non-negotiable non-negotiable is always to journal first have my coffee and maybe do a little meditation but I'm not like I, I don't do that every single day but whenever I feel like it going for walks throughout the day all all the time especially after I've had client calls or I have had like just conversations where I served a lot then I always want to ground myself by taking walks and just doing something else for myself nurturing myself throughout the day is like the best tip I can possibly give I guess
0: yeah yeah I
1: love that um how
0: about people because I noticed that when you do a lot of self-development work and you kind of start to realize the effect that people around you have on you and at least for me I've I feel like I've always been kind of picky about people but especially when I became aware of like the effect that people have uh on me then then you kind of start to I I noticed at least for me it has been or for a while it was hard to find like-minded people so Mm -hmm. has it how has it been for you do you have a lot of close friends who get this like get what you're doing or and like are in business and how do you kind of deal with all that like having the right people Mm -hmm. around you
1: the funny thing is that I never really had a lot of close close friends in my life. And I always were craving for more close friends. But in the past, because I've suffered from mental illness and I kind of had lost my own identity, it was hard for people to get to know me because I didn't even know myself. And now that I really take care of myself more and know myself and know my own value, my identity... I attract a lot of people all of a sudden. <laughs> so there are a lot of people that want to kind of yeah, get in touch with me. But I have a strong sense of how another people another person's energy is affecting me. And sometimes I yeah, it it's natural that we don't get along really well and then we just stop like talking to each other and other times i just notice a pattern in myself that i kind of block them away without i don't do that consciously but i w- realize that i just yeah i'm different to people i don't really get along with or that drain me than i am to people that really we elevate our energy together so it's it's kind of a natural flow i guess but of course some people you can't really block away in your life, like family or whatever. And then you just have to, I create an energy bubble. Like that's the best way to describe it. And I, I, that's something I explain to my clients a lot. Create your energy bubble every single day it's like an energy shield and it makes you unstoppable because you always have your energy. And when you walk through this life with this energy bubble, nothing can really drain you because you can always remind yourself of your energy bubble. And yeah, you can always decide to step into your bubble or Mm -hmm. be in your bubble.
0: (laughs) I love that. Yeah. I feel like I'm also living in my bubble, whether it's an energy bubble, but just in a bubble in general, in my world. <laughs> so cool, yeah. But I feel like a lot of people feel um a lot of guilt because of, you know, that like kind of not I don't know if blocking is the right word, but maybe yeah, like kind of getting rid of or cutting people out of their lives when they know notice that they're they don't have a good or positive effect. And um how would you kind of deal with the guilt of cause I think it comes down to like putting yourself first. Um, but have you felt that like with people or like, how would you help someone who's feeling guilt of like, Oh, there's this person who has been, maybe I've been friends with them for a really long time. And you notice that it's, it's not working anymore. Like the energy is not working anymore. And then they feel guilt of like trying to cut that person out.
1: Uh, I think the best way to do that, like when you really, when someone really doesn't stop to talk to you, because for me, I had the experience that it's like on both sides mostly that both people just realize, okay, the energy is not there, but maybe there is like a person that really doesn't feel like it and you are the only one in in like the relationship that feels there's like the energy is off. Then I try to figure out why that is because sometimes it's also that I myself I'm jealous or there's something in the other per person that triggers me. And if that's the case, then you should work on yourself first. But if it's really like the, this person is negative and is triggering you because, or like draining you because she's negative, then just talk to her and explain why she makes you feel negative. And maybe you can actually help her getting out of this negative state. So there's an opportunity for both, both parties basically to grow, I think, because that's, in my opinion, what relationships in any like situation are all about to kind of grow together and evolve together. And I never think that it's a coincidence that we meet people and sometimes we meet them to learn both both sides.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I want to go kind of back and we kind of talked about this, I mean, we talked quite a lot about this on your podcast when you were interviewing mm-hmm. me about the language thing, because I find oh, it yeah. interesting and so cool, and I love that we're able to connect on that as well, mm-hmm. think that in common. So how has that been for you to switch from speaking uh, German to English? Hard. Like <laughs> <you>. the best
1: <laughs> way to describe it. Hard. <laughs> it was a struggle. Not really a struggle. It was more like an... an yeah, internal work I had to do I always knew that I have to do it at some point or like that I'm meant to do it because ever since I'm I learned English in school I always loved the language and I started watching and consuming English content since I'm like 13 14 something like that. And I loved talking English at school. I always felt so energized when I talked in English and I couldn't even tell why, but it was also, I was always the the shy person at school. I would never raise my hand and say anything, but then the English class, I would always talk. (laughs) I was like, I want to read (laughs) this. Yeah. So there was something about the English language clearly that uh, made me feel, yeah, energized. So yeah, but of course, like when you talk about topics, um, yeah, business topics and spiritual topics, topics that are a little bit more complex, mm-hmm. it makes you a little bit like conscious. It could, if I, I never really knew if I could really express my point and really explain people what i'm actually trying to tell and maybe sometimes it doesn't make sense what i say but i feel like my energy also talks so i'm pretty comfortable now but of course at the beginning it was hard because i just had to really step outside of my comfort zone and yeah but that's what life is all about you grow from there (laughs)
0: exactly yeah do you feel like as i noticed for myself with different languages that i feel kind of like a different person or oh, the personality is different and i that's so funny what you said about like at the, in your english class you would be like this all the time talking and everything so you feel like they're um now when you switched it has been a few months do you feel like you're showing up differently in like your business and everything and like or do you feel there is a difference when you explaining the things in german and when you're explaining them in english
1: do you yeah understand? clearly okay clearly like when i say the same things in german i feel less comfortable and less confident and less like less of a yeah less of a leader I guess like I feel like I can't really express the importance of the topic when I speak uh, German I don't know why but when I speak English the words just flow out of me and yeah I just can really be more in, in an energy where everything comes across and people get my point Maybe that's just my perception, but that's strongly how I feel. And maybe it's also because I only consume English content, I don't know. But I feel a lot more empowered and comfortable when I speak English, even though I don't know all the words, and maybe sometimes I stumble across my words and whatever. But yeah, it feels more easy for me.
0: Yeah. 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 And on that as well, because I... I really want to help a lot of because I know there's so many not only you and me who don't have English as their first language who would love to do things in English but they're just afraid so what would you tell someone who's now like, oh, like maybe their first language is Finnish but they would love to create content in English but they're scared so kind of what, what would you say to them like your advice for them?
1: I would definitely say practice talking as often as you can because from my experience, I can probably write in English like perfectly, mm-hmm. not perfectly, but comparing to, to, yeah, I can really fluently write and it's not a problem for me to write um, complex words or like come up with new words. When I write everything just flows because I don't know, that's just how it is. I read a lot, but when it comes to talking, it really takes the practice and you can't Make up for that. You just have to practice. And I don't want to like shy away anyone, but the thing that you can do if you really want to do everything in English, just record yourself voice noting. Talk to yourself in English all of the time, every single day. Whenever you can talk to yourself in English. And I did that when I um, drove to the gym in my car. I just recorded myself. And you will realize, and that's the empowering part of it, you'll realize how much better you get when you. Do that for a couple of weeks, and then you go back and listen to the first, uh, yeah, snippets you recorded yourself. You will realize how much you improve, and it's only going to grow from that. And yeah, that's the best way to practice. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Just
0: speaking, and I think also what helps with that is if you have a possibility or a opportunity to find actual people to talk to, please, oh, yeah. you, you know. So that also helps a lot. Um, okay, now I want to like dive into your vision for your life and what are your dreams and what does your like dream life look like
1: that's i think my vision evolves all of the time but the biggest vision i have is to really have a global impact and reminding women of how powerful they are because i feel like we all have forgotten how powerful we are and I feel like society especially needs more female power and magic <laughs> nowadays. Yeah. And it's not, it doesn't have, like, I don't want to say that like male or male dominated, like female masculine energy is bad in any way. Of course not because we have both energies inside of us, but I feel like we all have lived in such a masculine way. And no wonder we are depressed and burned out and... I feel like there is no future for that anymore. And if we don't change anything about it, I feel like our whole planet will really like have issues in the future. And it's kind of our responsibility as a generation now to change that. And I want to just be a part of the ripple effect we all can create because we are all connected. So the best thing we can do is to work on ourselves and really live our purpose because as i said in the beginning i believe we all of us all of us has like have like a, a unique purpose and something we can bring to the world and that's why we are actually here on this planet why we were born why mm-hmm. our soul has chosen to come into our body and to have all of the experiences and yeah when we can just learn from that and share it with the world i think yeah we would all benefit from that and yeah that's basically the impact i want (laughs) to have i love
0: that i i absolutely love that and i feel like i what i want to do is like connected with the things that you want to do maybe i i want to do it a bit differently like from a different approach but the purpose and the impact like is yeah i love that so much but then more in like a personal way what is kind of what does like your dream life look like what like how how do you want to live or like what are the actual kind of I don't know if you have like specific things or projects or things like that like that you dream about and yeah I, I want to live a personal dream life what does that look like
1: <laughs> definitely as, a, as I as I said in the beginning I know I didn't say it but of course because I love English so much I want to live in an English-speaking environment and I always wanted to live in New York. I don't know what it is about New York, but I always dreamed about going to New York. And then I got it for my 18th birthday. And the moment I was in the city, it felt like coming home. And ever since I've been there three times now, and it's always the same. I always feel like home. So I definitely know that I have to live there someday. (laughs) I don't know if it's my final destination, but it's one of my bucket list. And I probably will always have some kind of Apartment or whatever in New York, and maybe I I also want to live near the the ocean or like near the sea, some something like I need water around me because and nature I love that. So and sun, <laughs> so yeah. I want to live anywhere where it's a little bit warmer. And I want to have a family. I want to write books. I definitely want to. One of my big goals actually is to do a collaboration with Jay Shetty. I don't know. Do you know Jay Shetty? Yes. Yeah. Because he inspires me a lot, and I just like his approach and his background as well. And yeah, I just want to do a collaboration with him, and maybe even be a female Jay Shetty. I don't know <laughs> if that's possible. <laughs> Absolutely, oh my something God. like that. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that so much. um So kind of now, you know, you talked about like this feminine energy and all of that. And I feel like there probably are some people who are listening who are not so familiar with the whole spirituality and energies and all that because that I came across all of that like last year and didn't really know much about it like before. So can you kind of explain like what does like stepping into your feminine energy mean and all that? Like,
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Basically, we are all made out of both like masculine and feminine energy. And that only makes sense because it needs a man and a woman to create us, <laughs> right? Yes. So we come to this earth with both energies inside of us. But of course, because we are maybe women or we are men, we have a tendency to to be more in one part of the energetic field, basically. And as females, we usually should be more in our feminine, but because of society and conditioning, we are more in our masculine energy. And that basically means that we have the pressure, or we feel the pressure to work, to do all the things, to be hustling all the time, to really live in the external world more than in the internal world. And that's the biggest issue when we are too much in our masculine energy. So we tend to burn out because we neglect our bodies, we neglect ourselves, and we just downplay our feminine role in this world and the minute we step into our feminine energy it basically means that you surrender and you let go and you connect to your body again you connect to nature again you connect to creativity and flow again and that's when yeah when you can basically combine both of these energy that's in my opinion when the magic happens because you have this flow and the energy and you can create and you can download things from the universe as i would say and then you can really bring it into the physical world and you can take the action and do things but we tend to spend too little time in our feminine energy and that's when we don't evolve and we feel stuck and burned out Mm -hmm.
0: so how what can i do now to kind of step into more to my feminine energy what would be like actual things that i could start doing now
1: i think the best way to start really connecting with your feminine energy is to connect with your body and being in, being present in the moment, being mindful and trying to clear out thoughts. Um, dancing is, is a really good way because it connects yeah. you to your body as well. Dancing, singing, um, painting, like everything that is really creative and flowy, I guess, <laughs> singing as well. And even nurturing not only yourself but also like other people it's really like this nurturing part of the feminine energy that is also really yeah warming and yeah connecting you to to what is essential in life to love and to the loving energy and first of all before you can serve anybody else and that's the same point that I mentioned before that you have to take care of yourself and come back into your own body because I feel like we are so focused on external influences and that starts with our phone in the morning and the news and whatever and we should really look in the mirror and see ourselves first before we see anything else and I feel like a lot of people just forget about that yeah yeah
0: totally um so my last question for you is that how can and you kind of well we talked about now the feminine energy but How can people start living a more magical life? Like what would be your your advice on that? And what do you kind of want to leave people with from this whole interview? What do you want them to remember?
1: Definitely to prioritize your energy and your energetic state every day. And to decide to do that. To really consciously do that. And to spend the first hours of your day with what I say is like a daily soul date so really to connect to yourself and also to release all of the judgment of everything that happened to you in the past because I know that we fall into the trap that we feel like we are a victim of everything that happened to us but when we realize that everything happens for a reason and we can learn from our past and really see why it actually benefits us and our life right now and how we can Learn from it and share it with other people. Because the moment we share our weakest points and our like hardest struggles with others and help them to overcome them, we, f- we really feel how powerful we are. And I think that's that's the journey for all of us on, on this planet, basically. And I really want to empower everyone to see why struggles are so beautiful in some kind of way, because you can help others with them.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I love that so much. Um, okay, so where can people find you? What is the best way to work with you? And yeah, where can people
1: connect with you? So I'm Magic Kathy official on Instagram, and I also have a podcast that is called The Magic Kathy Show. And I think that's the best way to reach out to me, probably on Instagram because I'm all yeah, I'm active there all the time. You can stalk me on stories and write me a dm whenever you want to do just yeah when you want to connect with me you will probably find me all of the time there <laughs>
0: yes and oh people have to go and listen to our my yeah. my interview on your podcast because yes there's a whole other conversation there but yes thank you so much for doing this this was so interesting and i think what your your message and what you're doing i think it's so important and i am so happy that you're doing what you're doing so needed in this
1: world thank you yeah thank you